Welcome to the OC Bombers Podcast. And now, here's Neil. Hey, Scotty, how are you? Excellent and exceptional. How are you doing today, sir? Fantastic. Excellent. This is uh, episode number 66. Get your kicks on route route 66. Also, order 66 from Revenge of the Sith, where Emperor Palpatine issued Order 66 for the huh? for the clones to kill all the Jedi. Right? Remember what? that? No? No? What? No? Not tracking? Uh, uh, Doesn't ring a bell? Uh, no? Not, nothing? Not, not so. and, 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 and to get this off the, off, the, off the agenda, number 66 on the top 112 albums oh, of the, deck, of the right. past uh, decade. Oh, hey, we're getting close. We're more than halfway from the two, there. From the 2014 release... Dan Wilson's Love Without Fear. So do you know who Dan Wilson is, Scotty? Oh, um, no. Okay, he's from the band Semisonic. Oh, Semisonic. Closing time. You don't have to go home, but you can't But you can't stay. One I I wish that song was around when I was when when I was going to bars when I was 20 18 years old. That you would have oh, that would have been your jam, as they say. Oh my god. I would have yeah, Lisa and I would have danced to that. That would have been it. Anyway, 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 this album is Love Without Fear. The out it's the um but Dan Wilson, just to be clear, from Semisonic, he's also a big um writer and producer. He's He's wrote all songs for once again, like the Dixie Chicks or and um, all the a lot of pop pop stuff. And look him up; he's one of the kind of a, the same um, genre, or the same type of guy as. Um, thank you, as Butch Walker. Oh, I uh, and we like so, the Butch Walker, so, right? So this album's kind of mellow, but it's really it's, it's kind of nice. Love without fear. Okay, I will give it a listen tomorrow. Right. Very good. Now, Neil, last week we talked about yacht rock. Yacht rock, yes. And a comment from one of our listeners was. Shouldn't Christopher Cross be the admiral of Yacht Rock? <laughs> and I think uh, yes. Let's give it to him. He is—he is the king lord over Yacht Rock. Unfortunately, I would have to agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, and, and my and my sister uh, Linda would come. Uh, Linda, I did talk to talk to her this week, and uh, she um, she loves the Yacht Rock. She listens to the Yacht Rock station on Sirius XM, and. Um, Here's what I gotta say to that big shocker. <laughs> <laughs> well, some of the songs they play on there might not quite be yacht rock, but that's okay. Yeah, I understand. It's all it's it's all, probably a lot of uh, what's what we like to call uh, poetic license in that uh, in that station. But also, Linda did correct me on one other thing. We'll talk about the sports in a little bit. But the Islanders, remember, I said that they yes. were um, they, they were playing in Brooklyn, right? But that's not true. They 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 got they they moved out of Brooklyn probably like almost two years ago. That, that controversy that I was talking about was two years. So once again, I was, uh, but it was, I said it on the podcast, so it must have been true. It so. must have been true. And far right. be it from you to be in a cave where you don't hear about things. Right. Yeah. And, but I was close enough. I was in the ballpark. <laughs> right. Close enough. Or in, or, or, or in the ice rink. <laughs> also, I talked about, yes, sir. or actually I didn't, it was Larry talked about jarts. I really, yes. I really think they need to make a big comeback. I, I listen to the podcast. I understand where Larry's coming uh-huh. from. I don't, I don't understand why jarts aren't a big thing. I, th- I I'm I'm ready for I'm ready for the I'm ready for the comeback, especially in like um in like you know small suburban or urban areas where there's not a lot of space oh, to run it, around. It would I, think. Be I, I, I think right. I mean, you don't want to do that in a country or rural areas. You want you want to do. I think I think it could make a big uh, comeback. You know, in um in the cities. If I can get my hands on some jarts, you and I in a jart off. What do you think? Oh my god. Yeah, no. 
<laughs> Neil, another question from I don't our want to audience. Sell, I don't want to set. I don't want to set false expectations for you, Scott. Because if I said yes, you'd be, you'd be going out on Amazon and buying jarts the next day, and we'd be taping it. <laughs> oh, I am anyway. I I know you very well. Now, Neil, another question yes, from our audience. Yes. What's going on with Neil sucking eggs? Have you been practicing? Oh boy. Um. So I did boil some eggs and I tried it and it was a complete failure. Oh. So I have not gone back. I oh. should have followed up with that. What you got? But I will. I, I I still have two eggs in the refrigerator. Maybe they have to be really cold <laughs> and about two weeks old. <laughs> Keep at it, Neil. Keep at it. I'll perfect it. All right. So you also Thank had you. a comment last week. Yes, sir. I think about your album of the uh, week mm-hmm. about 1970 being right. professed From... as the best year of pop rock music by whoever. Right. And you said, look it up. So guess what? I did. You looked it up. Uh-huh. And here's what I found in my research. Okay. According to a music aficionado website, they say 1966 is the best yeah. year for pop rock because of Pet Sounds by the Beach Boys, Revolver from the Beatles. I do love Revolver. Frank Sinatra, Live from the Sands. Oh, that's a nice album, too. Buck Owens at Carnegie Hall or Carnegie Hall. I I do not know that one. Carnegie Hall was for Rob DeMio instead of Carnegie Hall. (laughs) And then Blonde on Blonde by Dylan, all in 66. Love that album. Now, I agree with that. So here's the thing. You did. Oh, I have more, too. I understand it, and I, I looked this up also, and I, I could not find 19, I could not find that reference. Now here here's just to be clear, my reference I believe was when this album came out, the DJ that I was talking that, that had said this, so I believed it, and I kind of after listening to the album, I, I listened, I, I did look at it, and I did look just to be clear, I did look at like a best of 1970. There's some there, there's some depth in 1970 albums. I'll just leave it. Oh, at that. I'm, I'm sure but there are. I agree. I, I will I will stand corrected. Because I couldn't find it myself, but that's what I, I heard that once and it stuck with me. USA Today says 1969. <laughs> pour, pour, pour some salt on the wound. Good. Credence Clearwater <laughs> Revival was going on. David Bowie's CCR. first album. Uh-huh. Abbey Road, Santana's debut album. Sly and the Family uh-huh. Stone. Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. Led Zeppelin's first one. Tommy the Who came out. The Jackson oh, oh. Five's first album, Velvet Underground. So that's USA Today saying 1969. All right, you ready for? Listen, if you want to get down this path, I did look up 70 best albums: American Beauty, Grateful Dead, Curtis Mayfield, Curtis, um, The Who, Live at Leeds, Velvet Underground, Velvet Underground, Derek and the Dominoes, Layla and the other sort of love songs. I, I got to stop because I'm getting too excited. <laughs> But Neil, I've got one more for you. I gotta stop. Which I know Go, continue. this might make your head explode. Okay, I'm listening. Billboard.com. Oh, yes, I gotta hear. Postulated 1984 because of I saw that somewhere. Purple Rain by Prince. Born in the USA by Bruce. Tina Turner was hot on the charts. Duran Duran was lighting it up. Madonna's like a virgin. U2 yeah. had their first hit with Pride, Van Halen's 1984, and Run DMC had their first album. Yeah, I, I get it. I know. I, 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 I will arguably, I, I, I hear it. I see what you're saying. So I'm like, my head's not exploding. Okay. Well, you know, I think, you know, I, 80s, I, I respect. Um, I keep hearing and reading a lot 
you know, that the 80s was so, I guess, vital in the pop, like the blending of all the different genres with rap and punk and rock and dance. I, I, I do not together, I, so. I, I, I do not I do not disagree this is this is fascinating talk but I hope the podcast people have probably felt falling asleep out there but uh, this is, but I agree with that statement here's here, here, here's what I will add to that is that the foundation of what happened in 1984 happened in, in like 60s 65 through set you know sure. the, the, oh, oh, and above. Sure. We, we can play they're, those they're, games yep I get it yep Okay. Anyway, but can I, I have. I have. Why we're talking about music? This is. I, oh I, no, we're done. Yeah. We're, we're ready to move. No, no, on. no, no. This is really important. I'm, I'm switching gears here, but still talking about music. In my hand, I have something in my hand here, Scotty. <laughs> yeah, a drink, hopefully. You, well, no, that's not in my hand right now. But I have in my hand here uh, something that I bought 42 years ago today. Ooh. Okay. So I looked, and this is another point. I look, this goes back to the, the point about about 1970. Listen, I was in the car today doing an errand. I heard, I heard this person. Oh, this album came out this this year in 1978, August 18th, 1978. And I look, and I went back and looked it up. But why was it important? That I, this was about this album. This was the first album that I ever went out and bought on its release date. This was like the first time that I actually said, "Oh, I'm excited. I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy this album." The album is "Who Are You" by The Who. Who? So I bought. So I'm hold and I went out. I went to my recollection. I and I, and I got it. And I, I'm holding it in my hand here. So let's say happy birthday, Roger, John, Keith, and Pete, and uh, for this birthday. And is that this? Was, by, by the way, just an interesting note. One more thing. This is the last album that Keith Moon played on. He, I think he died within that within a year oh. this album came out. And uh, it's vinyl, right? Of course, yes. Nice. Oh, it's, and I I, I, t- I took it out. It's it's, it's thick. Oh, you got to get a record player. <laughs> It's nice, yeah. So anyway, so happy birthday. Who are you? All right, Neil, let's move on to some COVID sports. Let's do it. I'm going to focus on the hockey playoffs because my Washington Capitals are putting a big old turd in the punch bowl. They they are currently down three games to nil. They're going to play tonight. But as, as you know, for the NHL playoffs... They have two bubble cities. For the West, it's Vancouver. In the East, it's Toronto. Great. So all these players Toronto. are in the bubble, as they say. But wh- yes, when you sir. when you watch the games, you hear sounds of the crowd that are being pumped in to the arena. So I looked it uh-huh. up, and here, here's what the NHL did. They coordinated they with EA Sports, the video game maker that does you know, football and all kinds of other uh, video games. They wanted them to create atmospheric audio throughout the Stanley Cup playoffs. So they have one person sitting there from EA Sports that has their finger on the button. You know, kind of like that. So there's always sound for the players. So if there's an exciting play, they'll hit the button. But one thing... Uh, I didn't see that they had was when the ref makes a horrible call, the entire arena yelling profanities at the referee. Ooh. I think they got to have that to make it true, don't you? I, 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 would, I, I would agree. Yes. Throw the bum out. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> no, I, I got to say, I, the NHL and NBA, I mean, they, they kind of um, they got it right, didn't they? They, uh, they're doing well. Haven't heard of uh, anybody really testing uh, for the virus. Uh, right. I mean, it, 
I mean, I, I know I know those sports were conducive to that 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 kind of um, the thing, but I, but it's been no, I've been I've been watching it, and it's been really fun for me. At least um, feels kind of normal when I'm kind of watching Sports Center to see like the out the, the all the highlights and kind of um, seeing the top ten plays and stuff yes, like that. Yes, it's so great, isn't it? That, that that's really it's 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 a sense of normalcy that that I like. So thank you. All right, Neil. Let, thank you, sports. Let me leave you with this. And by the way, one one, one more thing. I know we talk about COVID oh sports. My I want God, to, but I've been I've been all over. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry, go ahead, you go. No, no, you go ahead, because I was going to lead us to the break. Go ahead. I was going to talk about baseball. When I talk about sports. Oh, you, okay. You, More sports? And, I, I, and I've been loving watching baseball. My Orioles are doing very are doing well. They're holding well. They lost last night, but they're... Um, and to that point, it feels like old times, because I had the podcast on, and I'm watching the Orioles game in the background. Oh, that's perfect, isn't it? And you're drinking Thank from you. your Storm Davis glass, hopefully? I have not had my water yet, so maybe I'll get that at the break. <laughs> <laughs> was that a good was that was that a good good tie in, Scotty? That was awesome. Oh, oh, okay, you. here we go. Before we go into the break, speaking yes. of bubbles, the NFL has started training camps and they're bubbling their players in certain locations. Okay. An undrafted rookie cornerback for the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah. Well guess what? He just got cut from the team for trying to sneak a woman into the quarantined bubble hotel. Oh my goodness! Right, <laughs> he couldn't wait. <laughs> I mean, he's just a it's man. A, it's exactly, and he gets cut. It could happen in NFL. It could happen in a dorm room. It could happen anywhere, anywhere, and you know, it could happen in in, in your parents' house. And now he's looking <laughs> for a job. Exactly. All right, Neil. Let's take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about a new Mount Rushmore for us. How exciting! Worn out trying to find the perfect gift for any occasion? Introducing the OCB Podcast Chia Pet Collection. There's Neil, Scott, and a limited edition Scruffy too. It's the pottery that grows, and it's a fun activity for the entire family. Just soak your Neil or Scott Chia in water and spread the seeds over it. Use it to grow flowering Chia or garden herbs, or medicinal marijuana. Seeds not included. Watch it grow in just weeks. Wow, they're so lifelike. They look just like Neil and Scott. You can grow hair on top of Neil or Scott's head to make them look like it's 1993 when the OC Bombers first started playing softball. The Neil Chia figure is a full-body Chia pet, so you can also grow Chia seeds all over Chia Neal. Is that chest hair? Or is Neal wearing a sweater? Buy one and get one free. Just pay a separate shipping and handling fee. Mommy, mommy, I want one! On the whole, it really does look like them. And coming soon, the Chia Pet Randy figure. The Chia seeds grow straight up into a flat top and remain that way for at least 25 years. Mommy, please! Said no. Call 1 800 OCB Chia now. Also available at your local five and dime store or any gas station convenience store affiliated with the OCB podcast. Yeah, Neil, so I can't imagine being trapped in a bubble without my wife for like weeks. <laughs> but but maybe if we could win the SEBA softball tournament, this too. I would make that sacrifice. How about you? Uh, who, who wouldn't? Right? Oh, <laughs> Apparently not Ryan. 
<laughs> and we're back. Welcome back to the OC Bombers podcast. We're available on Apple, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Mr. and Spotify. All right, we teased the new Mount Rushmore before we went yeah. to the break. Before the show, we flipped a uh, coin of sorts. Right. To see who would go first. And Neil has won, so he will go first for this Mount Rushmore of... Drum roll, please. Mount Rushmore of Boyhood Celebrity Crushes. Boyhood Celebrity Crushes. Yes. So this isn't like, you know, the girl next door that you always had a crush on or something like that. Uh No, these are people on the TV, the singers, the movie stars, whatever. And a disclaimer, Neil. What's a disclaimer? These are boyhood crushes when we were little. I love my wife very much, and she is the most beautiful woman ever in the world. Of course, this is this, yeah. Yes. Okay. So, so here, but all right, but here, here's the thing. I, I'm just to be clear. I, I was kind of struggling with this a little bit. I mean, I got, I got there, and I, and I'm comfortable with my, with my, my Mount Rushmore. I really am. I'm very, I'm very strong about it. I feel, I feel good about it. But I, I, I bounced it off Lisa because so, 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 yeah. Of course, it's, it's all good. These are boyhood. Boyhood. It took it took me three minutes to come up with mine. So Neil, the ball is in your three minutes. Yeah, the ball is in your court. Go ahead. That's right, because I won the court. I won the court. So this one here is um is the first book on the bat, which which came to my mind right away, which was Christy McNichol from a uh, family. Oh my gosh, yes, Christy McNichol and uh, family. Okay, B- buddy, and she was in a lot of after school specials back in the day. <laughs> right, the after schools a very special. Right. Right. Yes. So, um, oh, yeah. Wow. So that was kind of a uh, that. Yeah, she was kind of the, like the, one of the first ones that I remember. So, yes. Yeah, so that was. Uh, do you remember? I, and I actually looked her up. And by the way. Yeah. Am I allowed to say this? She didn't age well. <laughs> <laughs> Neil, we can judge and say anything we want. It's our podcast. OK, there you go. <laughs> it's fact. Like 1970s are going to be the best music in the world. <laughs> so, so what year was family? Because that's like mid 70s, maybe. This is like, like yeah. I looked it up. It was like 73 to 76 would have been our heyday. day. Go. OK. All right. There you go. Christy McNichol. Yeah. OK, Neil. Yeah. Okay, good. You're you're up, Scotty. My first one that I can. Well, I don't know why, but I'm scared. I, <laughs> no, <laughs> I remember uh, living in Kalamazoo, Michigan, and coming home from school and watching TV, watching Batman. You know the Adam West one. Sure, sure. My first crush there was Julie Newmar. Oh, who played wow. Catwoman in seasons one to two of the Batman show. Of course. No, I know this very well. Yeah. So <laughs> I always thought it was stupid. Like, how stupid is Batman that he's not dating Catwoman? I could never understand it because I would see her and go, oh, my gosh, she is just so beautiful. But now, who, she, she wh- was there other Catwomans? Were there other Catwomans? There, there was another Catwoman show. in the movie Batman. Uh, it was Lee Merriweather. Okay. And then in, but on the show? Right. Was there another one? Right. On the show, season three, it was Eartha Kitt. That's the one I remember, Eartha Kitt. Santa Baby, who was Catwoman. Yeah. But yeah, uh, just Julie Newmar. She was in Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. Started out uh, like as a dancer or whatever. Lots of TV uh, shows, Monkeys, Star Trek, Fantasy on, whatever. Look her up. If you don't know who she is, you'll know her. No, I, I know. I'm, 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 you know, I, I, no, that's, that's, a, that's a good call. I was, and that's when I was thinking about this, thinking about TV shows, and I, I, did, I didn't pick up on that one. That's nice, Julie Newmar. All right, Neil. Oh, number two. Number two. All right, so this one's another, I think, an obvious one. 
Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Marsha oh, Brady, which Marcia is Maureen, Brady, yes. Maureen McCormick. Sure, now, yeah. He, so now here's the thing, though. Back, back in the day, uh, Friday nights watching uh, Brady Bunch and also the Partridge family, I was not a big Laura Partridge fan, which was, um, I'm drawing, a, I had her name in my oh, head. Oh, Susan Day. Thank you so much. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Marsha Brady. I mean, and this, this and if you know me, and Lisa knows me as well, this this was a little weird because she's a, a blonde, which is very unusual that's for a, me there. That's not so. usually your MO, right. but hey, hey right. we, we've all got things. You know, when you're young, you know, you see exactly. different things. Exactly, but, right. but it was, yes. but it was, now, but first of all, you know, I mean, and then Jane got kind of, she got kind of homely in those later <laughs> seasons, right? Sure. I was, oh, I'm, I'm glad you. Am I allowed to say that? I'm, I'm glad you didn't say Alice. I would have been worried. <laughs> now, wait a minute. Brady Bunch, uh, Flor- like you know, the, the mom and oh, and, and, sure. and 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 the, and the older son, which was uh, Greg, were having there, there was they, a thing, wasn't it? There was kind of a thing, and Greg and Marsha also. There's all kinds of weird things going on in that show. I love the Brady Bunch. Okay, all right, Neil. My number two here, not in any particular number- order, is Cheryl Ladd. For, oh, very nice. From Charlie's Angels. She came sure. on in the second season, replaced Farrah Fawcett, played her sister right. on the show. Besides just watching her uh, and Charlie's Angels, I love that show. It's just so kitschy and fun. Uh-huh. But when I would get Charlie's Angels trading cards, like baseball cards, I always liked when I got a Cheryl Ladd card in my pack. It was it was oh. great. And d- did you know she was the singing voice of Melody on Josie and the Pussycats? Did not know that. Yes, the drummer, she sang her part. And What did, what she What is she doing these days? Um uh I don't know. Uh conventions, Charlie's Angels conventions okay. maybe, I don't know. But uh she also performed the national anthem at Super Bowl 14 in January 1980 Steelers versus the Rams with the Steelers winning. Wow. So that, 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 that another another nice special tie in for you very nice. So yeah. Cheryl Ladd. Cheryl Ladd. There we go. Neil. Ball is back in your court. All right. So this is kind of a wild card also. <laughs> Once again, I uh I was thinking about this. This is uh Melissa Sue Anderson. Mary Ingalls on the Little House of Prairie. <laughs> right. Yes, I, I know who you're talking so, about. Uh, she became blind later on in the show. Yes, but what was she? She 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 was a, she she was she was in a lot of things when I was young. Also, that kind of that she was like the uh, the uh, team beat type of uh, thing. So yes, that was a uh, a school a, a elementary school crush. So so you didn't go for a half pint. No, <laughs> she had buck teeth. <laughs> I don't do buck teeth. <laughs> I'm mean, aren't I? <laughs> hey, we've all got our things, Neil. It's okay. It's good. Sure, sure. Some people are into buck teeth. I, not me. <laughs> but not me. Oh, th- there we go. Ta-da. Oh, we got the music going on. Finally. All right. All right, Neil. Mine. Um, all right. I think you're probably going to debate me on this, even though it's my choice. Debate, debate, debate. I'm going to go with Tina Louise, a.k.a. Ginger. From Gilligan's Island. Okay, now, I like this. Now, she, now she's the red hair on Gilligan's Island. No, I, I understand the Ginger Mary Ann debate. Right, there's always <laughs> well, who's better, Ginger or Mary Ann. I'm firmly on the Ginger side. She played Ginger for three seasons. Always had the nice red hair and that white sequin dress that held up yeah. very nicely for being on a desert island. 
Absolutely. So she was on Gilligan's Island was only on for three seasons, or she was only on for three seasons. It was, uh, Gilligan's Island was only three seasons. Yes. Wow. But I think okay. that's when they used to do you know like thirty six episodes a season. Gotcha. Got, gotcha. Gotcha. Okay, yeah, that's um. But yeah, yeah. she she hated that role. I'm not and judging. Tried to well, why would you think out, that? But, why, oh. why would you why, why you think I would challenge you? You think I'd be a Marianne person? I think you are a Marianne person. Yes. Okay, but that's that that's but why that's we okay. have um, right. That's why we have vanilla and chocolate. <laughs> so so once again, you know, if if there was if they showed Batman and then Gilligan's Island, oh, I was in heaven. <laughs> All right, Neil, you're uh, number right, four. By, by, by the way, this is this is my Linda and Deborah will attest to it. This is our uh, after school special. Like from th- you, you put the monsters, the monsters, and if you said Lily in there, I'd be like, what? <laughs> what was Lily's? Do- what was the what was the daughter? What was her name? That was supposed to be ugly, but she was really pretty. Marilyn. Um, Marilyn, thank you very much. Thank you. It was a good monster reference. <laughs> Love the stirs. Oh, always a good monster reference. All right, all right. Go ahead. All Neil. right, number four. Number four, which you struggled with. Yeah, this one I was I was kind of this was this was gonna be a little uh, wholesome. Mary Tyler Moore. So I I loved the Dick Van Dyke show, and then I always and I always loved kind of Mary Tyler Moore, and I followed through her career. So I've always been a Mary Tyler Moore fan. So I think there's a kind of a, a secret crush on Mary Tyler Moore. Did did the crush start with the Dick Van Dyke show or the Mary yes, Tyler Moore show? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. No, Dick Van Dyke show. Absolutely. Classic. Oh, Mr. Grant. <laughs> exactly. Lou, what are you going to do about Mary? <laughs> She's muscling in on my turf. <laughs> I, didn't, I, I, I didn't know, uh, what do you call it? I, was, I, didn't know you, I didn't know you did, um, oh, drawing a blank on Mary Tyler Moore references. Ted Baxter. Ted Baxter references, yes. And Murray became the captain show. of the love boat. I mean, come that on. That is a great, that's a great show. One of the greatest. That's a good one. That's very nice. Very nice. Oh, thank you. You didn't go thank for you. Rhoda? No, 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 okay. no, no, no. All right, Neil, my last. Uh, number four for, number four for Scotty. Boyhood celebrity crush. This is fascinating. This is fascinating podcast stuff, by the way. I'm having it fun. It is. Is another uh-huh. Cheryl. It is Cheryl Teagues. Now, you may remember her as yes. America's first supermodel. Her most famous thing was her pink bikini poster. Yes, I do remember which that. Which I had that on my door for many, many years. And I do remember it. when it became passe to like Cheryl Teagues, because this was in elementary school, I right. used that poster as a book cover in high school. <laughs> and everyone was like, oh my God, what's on your book? It's like, it's Cheryl Teagues. <laughs> so here, that's awesome. Here's here's how bad the uh, uh, crush went. I had a couple Cheryl Teagues T-shirts. Okay. Okay. Which one Bud and Eileen let me get? And really, I wore those for my school picture in at least two school pictures, I believe. Wow. So you know, here, now is it? Here's my fourth grade picture and Cheryl <laughs> Teagues on my T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Were the T-shirts with the same bikini that she was wearing, the famous one? No, um, oh. one was, and then there was another that's one with risque. a different look to her. Yeah, because that's oh. Now, here's the thing: risque. I was, I was actually think, I actually thought about those posters that you talked about that the Farrah Fawcett was famous and the Cheryl Teagues was like the famous posters of the day, so to speak. And uh, but I thought about that. I never had those posters. You know why, Scotty? Why? I shared a bedroom with my sisters until I was 12 years oh, old well. in, in, in Brooklyn. So it was like kind of, <laughs> and then when I got to be, then I got my own room. I was like, I was, I was into rock and roll. So it wasn't, uh, I, 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 that, I just missed that on, on that stage of life. 
So, so there you go. There's Neil and I's boyhood celebrity crushes. Very good. Thank you. It was fun. Now, w- were there any other inconsiderations? Because usually we talk Gold, about that. Go, go, Goldie Horn. Oh, Goldie Horn. Yes. Okay. From laughing, I would think probably yeah, where the yes. crush started. Yeah. Right? I. I. Yeah, yeah. Once again, another blonde. Hmm. Yeah. I. But then, then I lost it. But then I really. Um. Yeah. Yeah. We'll stop. Here's. We actually. We actually been taping a. Uh, go, we taped the Goldie Horn marathon. Um. On a turn of uh, movie classics, we watched a bunch of Goldie Horn oh, movies nice. recently. So. Yeah. Well, I so. I had. Three in considerations, not real strong, but uh, maybe the strongest would have been Jacqueline Smith from Charlie's Angels. Oh yeah, sure. There. She would have been my choice of. She would have been my choice of. Uh, on, on of Angel. Angels. Uh, Linda Carter, yes. who played Wonder Woman in the seventies. Yeah, she scares me. Always because uh, <laughs> she's tall. Am- Amazon type of thing, no good. And then Aaron Gray from Buck Rogers in the twenty fifth century always looked uh, very no, nice. No sir, not comprehending. She looked nice in her uh, uniform, whatever she was doing. I do so not. I go. do not. Uh, I do not remember that one. So now I'm surprised. All right. I, I, so those after school specials with Christy McNichol, did they ever address climate change? No, which oh, one? and no, I guess wait, wait, we're wait. not either. Oh man. Oh. Yeah. Maybe next week. All right. Well. All right. All right. We'll be back next week then. All right. Very good. We'll, uh, we'll see you uh, next week on, on, on a different night again next week, by the way, podcast. Yeah, different night, but same entertainment value. Very good. All right. Thank you for listening to the OC Bombers podcast. Please share the link, download and listen. Spread the word. We're on Apple, SoundCloud, listen. Spotify, and Stitcher. Leave us your feedback and comments. Until next time, so long. See you, Neil. Bye, Scotty. Bye.